This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, <clears throat> good evening Rabbi Say. So uh, tonight we have the Zuchos to complete Parak Beis and begin Parak Gimel. Okay, <clears throat> Parak uh, says the Mishnah. The Chulam and all of them, what does it mean all of them? All of who? The Chacham who does not allow a woman to be mater her neder, and therefore her husband is going to divorce her. The hamivi get, or someone who brings a get. Or, Rashi says, the hameyid bi'isha lahasiyah, or someone who testifies that a woman that she could get married uh, because her husband died. In all these cases that we say, you cannot marry her. In all these cases we say you cannot marry her. Now, two of these cases are gittin related. In other words, let's say you, you told a woman, you got to divorce your husband because your neder cannot be matered. Or, if you bring a get. So, um, or, one of the cases is death related because you testified that her husband died. Umesu, so v'kulam shahayu lohem nashim. All these people. If these chachamim, if these people were... Married. In other words, if the Chacham, who did not want to marry, did not want to matter her neder, and therefore she got divorced from her husband, if he was married before, or if the one who brought a get was married, or if somebody testified about a woman that her husband died, and this guy was married, so even though typically you couldn't marry these women, but if you were married, and your, and your wife died, Mutara Sinasam, you could marry them. Why? But maybe you you were pulling a trick. Maybe you you test. Maybe the reason you wanted this woman to get divorced or to leave her husband because you wanted to marry her. But since you were married at the time, the, therefore we have nothing to be suspicious of because even though in the times of the Mishnah you were allowed to marry two wives, nevertheless it was not a common thing to do, and therefore we're not really suspicious that you had an ulterior motive because. Why would you 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 did not think you were going to end up marrying this woman since you were married at the time? Now the chulan shenisu laacherem, all of these women who get divorced from their husband because of the chacham or because of the mevi get, or if their husband died because of the one who testified that their husband died, all of these women, if in the interim they marry someone else, chulan shenisu laacherem, if they married someone else. And they got divorced from that someone else. Or they were widowed from that someone else. They could marry the Chacham or the Meir or the Mevi Get who helped them be free from the first husband because we're not suspicious that uh, we're not suspicious that the person who made them free from the first husband had an ulterior motive to marry them because uh, he didn't marry them and in the interim they married someone else and therefore um, therefore they if the the person who they married died or divorced them so then they could go back and marry the first husband okay let me see how to do this okay Okay. The Mishnah, uh, the Gemara continues. 
the Mishnah continues. V'kulan mutares levneim oilachem. In all of these cases, if let's say all of these women who are leaving their husband, either because let's say the chacham did not want to be matter, their her neder, or someone who brings a get, or someone who testifies that her husband died, this woman could go ahead and marry the son or the brother of the person who matters them to remarry. But all of these women could marry the son or the brother of the woman who the woman who uh, matter them to marry. Okay. Now says the Holy Gemara Mesu in Iskarshulai. The Mishnah implies that all these uh, people, if they were married and their wife dies, so then they could marry the person they were suspect of helping to be freed from their husband. But that's only if their wife dies. But what if they divorce their wife? Then there's something rotten in Denmark. There's something fishy over here. Maybe they they allowed the first woman to be freed from her husband in order to marry her, and that's why they divorced their wife in the interim. Um, that's what the Mishnah's Masha Mesu in If their wife dies, but not if their wife gets divorced. But we learned in a Braisa, even if they were divorced, we learned in a Braisa that even if you divorced your your wife, you could still marry the woman who you were suspect of freeing. Says It depends why you divorced your wife. If you were quarreling anyway before, so then. They were, you divorced your wife because you couldn't get along with her. So if that's why you divorced your wife, we're not going to be suspicious that you freed the first woman to marry her because it's not like you pulled a scheme to divorce your wife. You were fighting with her throughout. And how do I have a katata? But if you were not fighting with her and all of a sudden the next thing we know is you, do, you helped a woman get free from her husband and you divorced your wife, and it was sort of unexpected, so then we are suspicious. So that's when there's Gerashin, when the Bryce has said, I feel Nisgarsha, that's when they weren't fighting. When the Mishnah says, Nisgar Shuloi, that's when they were fighting. The, both the Mishnah and the Bryce are speaking about cases where they weren't fighting. It depends. They weren't fighting before, but now all of a sudden a fight started. It depends who started the fight. If he started the fight, it looks suspicious. He just freed the, the lady from her husband, and all of a sudden he's starting fighting with his wife, so it looks suspicious. He's, he's trying to marry this woman who he helped free. But if she's the one fighting with him, if she's picking on him, so then uh, it's not suspicious. We're not going to assume, unless you say that he orchestrated it because he couldn't take the fact that his wife's picking on him. But okay. But it depends It depends who, who started the fight. If he started the fight, it looks suspicious. If she started the fight, it doesn't look suspicious. Rabbi, whatever happened to having two wives? Oh, good question. That, so the answer is that uh, back in the time of the Mishnah, they, it was permitted to have two wives, but um, it, wasn't, it wasn't frequent. So... If you were married, then we're not, we weren't suspicious you were going to, uh, you orchestrated this to take uh, another woman, because people didn't typically take uh, a second wife. Right. So even though this is before the Chayyab, the Rabbi Hukashay, 
Nevertheless, it was a Jewish practice in general back then to take one wife only. Okay. Says the Gemara. Let's try to get the Cheshben of the Mishnah clear for a moment. It says all of these men, whether it's a Chacham that helped bring a get, or, uh, excuse me, whether it's a Chacham who did not want to be Mater Neder, or somebody who was maybe a get, if those, or if somebody testified about that their uh, husband died, and the Mishnah said, if in the interim these women marry someone else and they get divorced from that someone else or they are widowed from that someone else, you can marry them. Now, the Chacham made it that she was divorced from her first husband and then the Mishnah says if, if she was married to someone else and divorced, that means she got divorced from a second husband. That means potentially when you want to marry her, she had been divorced twice. Or in the case where you testify that her husband died, and then she married someone else, and he died. In that case, she killed two husbands. So, doesn't that indicate that even if a woman is divorced twice, or widowed twice, you're allowed to marry her? Even though there is an opinion, namely Rebbe, who holds that you create a chazaka after two times, and if a woman is widowed twice, we say, this woman is bad mazel, she's a husband-killing wife, and according to uh, Rebbe, you cannot marry her. And according to most Risha, or many Risha, in Rashi and Mukayosef, if a woman was divorced twice, then you cannot marry her because she's prone to causing uh, divorces. So, Amrle Rav Hila Rav Ashiva Tanya Afilu But we learned in Abraisa, even if they were divorced, Excuse me, Kasaka Daitach, excuse me, Misa Amisa Begerishana Gerish and the Havamina was that even that the case where her second husband died was going even on a case where you testified that her first husband died. Or the case where she was divorced from her second husband is even if she was divorced from her first husband. Says Gemara. Shall we say the mission is not like Rebbe? The Ikarebi, because if it's like Rebbe, Amar betrays them, they have a Chazaka. Rebbe says you create a Chazaka after two times. Now, Toysus disagrees with what I quoted from Rosh and Muke Yosef. Toysus says, Agav, Misa, it spoke about Gerishin. But the truth is, even if a woman was divorced many, many times, it's not that a woman causes a husband to divorce her. That Toysus does not buy that what we say by Misa, we say by uh, Gerishin. Rashi says the words, Oi Lehiskarish. That Rashi, the very master, but Trey Zimna have a Chazaka. Rashi clearly argues on Toysus. And Rashi says that even um, after two times of Gerishin, you can't marry her. So Gerishin says very simple. Loi Misa Agerishin Agerishin Misa. The case of Misa of where she married a second guy and the second guy dies is going on where she was divorced, but from the first husband. And the case of where she was divorced from the second husband is going on where she was widowed from the first husband. Okay, the Chulan Mutarais 
Levnehem Oilachem. All of them are mutter to their sons and their brothers. Meaning, if a woman was rele- uh, released by a chacham and didn't want to matter her nether, or from a someone who brought a get, or someone who testified that her husband died, you can't marry him, but you can marry the brother or the, um, the son or the brother. Presumably we're not worried that somebody released a woman for the sake of his relative. I Why is it different from that which we learned? Hanitan Minoisha, one who is suspected of a woman, Asurbiima, you're now to marry her mother, Ubabita, or her daughter, Uva or her sister. That if you're suspected of having relations with a woman, you cannot live with her mother, you cannot marry her mother, her daughter, or her sister. The reason being is because if you marry her mother, her daughter, or her sister, we're afraid that he'll continue the relationship with the woman he's suspected of while he is, um, after marrying these women, and that's going to be Inerva. Rashi says, Maybe after he marries the mother or the daughter, or uh, the sister, he's going to be Mazana with this woman. Now, out's the fact that he was Mazana with the woman to begin with, he's not also to her mother or to her sister, because only a woman who are, you're married to, you can have relations with her relatives. But, you're, but if you have relations with a woman, you could marry that woman's relatives. So the question is, why do we say that if you are suspected of mattering a woman, that woman can marry your brother and your son, and yet, someone who's suspected of living with a woman, you're usher to her mother and her daughter. Why when it comes to be suspected of mattering a woman then you're not allowed to marry her, but you're allowed to marry, but she's allowed to marry your brothers. In other words, why aren't we worried that after she marries your brothers, she's going to have relations with you? So I would say that's Bechlal, not Akasha. I don't know, maybe I'm missing something. If we're Chayshesh, you had relations with a woman... So then we have to worry, you can't marry her relatives because you might continue to have relations with her. But just because we suspect that you released a woman, where you didn't really do anything wrong, it's not like you had relations with her. So what are we worried about? Maybe you released her so that your relative could live with her? Okay, maybe. And now uh, maybe we should be worried you're going to live with her? Why? You never did anything wrong with her. You had a... We're just afraid. In other words, there's a very big difference between suspicions of living with a woman and suspicions of ulterior motive in mattering a woman. But the Gemara feels that they're... Keeping her in the family, quote-unquote. What? You're keeping her within the family. Right, so... I I mean, it would be that you would initially be concerned that maybe you... 
research that, that you could live with her, and if she went ahead and, and married your brother, then that would be a problem. Kamashtalan, we're not concerned about that. But wait, were we ever suspicious that this person who released her lived with her? Wanted to. There's a difference between wanted to and being suspicious of a woman who... Uh, if you, in other words, we, we suspected you of being mezana with her. So then, I understand, um, so if you are suspected of having relations with the woman, you can't marry her mother. Fine, because you might continue having relations with this woman, but there should be a difference between being suspicious about having relations and being suspicious about permitting a woman. Okay. Now, the Gemara says like this, Nashi legabe nashi shchichan. Women hang out with women. Shchichan da'azlan. They are commonly go. So women hang out with other women. So if you're suspect of living with a woman, we're afraid, do not marry her mother or daughter or sister because... Since women hang out with women, you'll have access to the woman who we, we, you're suspicious of, and you're going to end up violating Arias, because women hang out with women. But men are antisocial. We don't, we, don't like to, we don't like to talk. We don't even like to get near each other. The, the closest we get is on Zoom. But other than that, the share stuff, we don't talk before the share, we don't talk after the share. There's no, we don't hang out. So men are not as social as women, and therefore, if you're suspected of permitting a woman, then we're not going to be suspicious that you did it to matter... Um, in other words, if, you, if, you, if we suspect you of permitting a woman, then she could marry your son, and we're not worried this will give you more access to her because uh, men don't hang out with men. It's not like you're going to have more access to her anyway. Yeah? Because men do not hang out with men. Or, or the Gemara says, Women who do not prohibit their intimacy one on the other are not makbid on each other. Gavri da asran shchivta adadi, but a man who, if he's mazana, he would assert her to the other man, they're going to be makbed with each other. So this means as follows. If we suspect you live with a woman, so what's the halacha? The halacha is you cannot live, you cannot move in, you cannot marry her, her mother or her sister. Why? Because we have to be worried you're going to marry the mother or the sister. And then what's going to happen is, you're going to have relations with uh, the woman who you were suspected of. I, how are you going to do that? The answer is because the mother or the sister does not care if you go have relations with the other sister or her daughter because being mezana with one woman does not answer the other woman. So the, the woman who, you're, who are, you're going to live with will not have any problem if you... Uh, have inappropriate behavior with her sister or other relative, because by doing so, it's not going to make you usher to her. Because women's relationship with one woman will not affect your relationship 
with the other woman. So their women don't really get that jealous. Okay, so you're Mazana with somebody? Okay, but you're not usher to me. And therefore, we cannot allow you to marry the mother or the sister, because if you do, they will not be makbid if you go and are fool around with the person you're suspected of, because it doesn't affect them at all. However, um, if somebody is, like in the Mishnah, suspected of permitting a woman to go be released, that woman we will allow her to marry your son or your brother. The reason is, we're not afraid she's then going to have access to you because the brother or the son will not allow her to hang out anywhere near you. Because they know if she does, that will be the end of their marriage to her. So men who are protective over their wives, so we could be more lenient because the men will protect her not to do something inappropriate. But wives are not protective of their husbands because nothing really will happen to their relationship with their husband if the man has a relationship with another woman. So the Gemara asks the following question. If so, that by men we don't have to worry of uh, ulterior motives because a man, man will protect uh, the woman from not going and being mezana. So then, why only a brother or a uh, son can this uh, chacham? In other words, we say that if a chacham uh, releases a woman, then the woman can marry the son or the brother of this chacham. Why can't the woman marry the father? After all. By by men, we're not worried for Znus uh, because the man will be protective. So then why only the brother or the son? Now the question here is, what's the Ihachi? Because according to the first answer, that men hang out with, that men don't hang out with men, you could ask the exact same question. Men don't hang out with men, then why wouldn't we allow her to marry the father as well. So the question is, what's the ihachi? Ayin b'madura basra. So Gemara says, loy mi kamar. The father, it goes without saying that you can marry the father. Because loy mi boy aviv debazes minay debazes b'nay of course you could marry the father of the person who released you because we're not afraid that is going to put you in a situation where you could uh, fulfill, so to speak, your ulterior motives with the son because the son will be embarrassed of the father. He won't, he won't uh, do something inappropriate with his father's wife. A son is embarrassed from the father. So it goes without saying you could marry the father of the Chacham. But to marry the son, the Lord buzzes of his Minei, that the father would not be embarrassed to live with his son's wife. I would say not. In other words, the son is embarrassed from his father, the father is not embarrassed from his son. So, I would, so the father goes without saying that you could marry, because we don't have to suspect anything, because the son would be embarrassed from him. Kamash Malan, that even by a 
a son or a brother where there's no busha, uh, nevertheless, it's still mutter. Hajin Allah, Ketzad Eishas Achiv. Okay, now we're going to read a Mishnah. We had this Mishnah quoted, I believe, twice on Daf Yerches and on Daf Chav Gimel Amen Beis. Arba Achen. You have four brothers. Shnai Mehem Nesun Shteyachayos. Two of the brothers were married to two sisters. Umeisu Anesun Mesachayos. You have four brothers. Two of the brothers were married to two sisters. And the two brothers married to the two sisters died. You can do chalitza. So Reuven and Shimon were married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon died. Rachel and Leah fall to Levi and Yehuda. Oh, before I forget, uh, Reb Nassan Walder uh, brought to my attention a very interesting uh, ha'ara on the previous Gemara that quoted a mission that someone who's suspected of living with a woman, you're not to marry her mother or her daughter. Now, Yosef HaTzadik was suspected of living with Poitifera. Who did he marry? Asnas. Why did he marry Asnas? So the Farshim say, um, what was the name of Sefer? The Bris Oilam. What was the name of it? Oh, Bris... Thank you, Bris Halevi, that Yosef Bedavka married Asnas. Because since you're not allowed to marry the sister because it looks suspicious, so Yosef was sort of demonstrating that obviously uh, there's, there's no shash whatsoever, there's nothing to be suspicious of at all. And he did this sort of as a, a ksusenayim, you know, to, to demonstrate that there's nothing transpired. Okay, so third parak. You have two brothers married to two sisters, uh, Reuven and Shem married to Rachel and Leah, Reuven and Shemadai, Rachel and Leah fall to Levi and Yehuda. So, you do chalitza, you don't do yibam. Presumably, the reason you do chalitza and you don't do yibam is because how could Levi do yibam to any one of these girls, any one of these wo- women? Each woman is the sister of someone who is zakuk to him, which is an Isra Drabanan, but it's not Nitzhah and therefore you do Chalitza. Vim Kadmu Vakansu, if they both got married, Yoitziu, they have to get divorced, even though once they both do Yibum, then I'm not living with Achais Zekukasai, because my brother did Yibum to the other woman, and the other woman wasn't Zakuk to me. Rabbi Lazar says, no, not so fast. Not everybody agrees. Excuse me, not everybody agrees you have to get divorced. Beishamah says you could keep her because Beishamah holds ain't zika. says you do have to divorce her because of yesh zika. Let's say Rachel was the uh, mother-in-law of Levi. So now, Levi could marry Leah. Because Leah is not Achois to Kukase, because Rachel was not Zokuk to Levi. If one of them was Asr to one, he's Asr to her. He could do Yibam to the sister. But the second one, since both women are zakaktuv, Hashemi also, he's also in both of them. Isser mitzvah, the Isser kedusha. If 
these women are also midrabanan, either Isuri Drabanan or Shniyos or Chayvei Lavin. and you don't do Yibam. Let's say Rachel and Leah was Rachel was Levi's mother-in-law. Leah was um, Yehuda's mother-in-law. Each one is mutter to the other, and this is about this the Mishnah said earlier on Davchaf the Zuhi Shamru about such a scenario. We said the sister. Who is a Yavama, so I could do either a Chalitza or Yibam too. Now, the Mishnah said that when the two sisters fall to the two brothers, they cannot do Yibam. Why? Shmamino Yesh Zika. We see from here that there is Zika. It's Machlaikis in the Dharam. How strong is Zika? So from here we see. The Chumrah of Zika makes it like Achas Ishtai. There is a Mandam and Nadarim that Zika uh, makes it that you could be made for her Nadarim and Asers you to her relatives. And there's Mandam and Zika. And we had earlier on Yazayim, there's Machlech of Hun Rav Yehuda. So here we have a Raya, Yesh Zika. Why? Says Gemara, Di Ein Zika. Because of Yodain Zika, Michti, let's see. Hani Mitchei Bati Kaasya, and they're coming from two different houses. And if Ain Zika, so then why can't Levi do Yibam to one and Yehuda do Yibam to other? So if Ain Zika, so then each one, let each one do Yibam. Says the Gemara, and we had this before. Really, I'll tell you Ain Zika. And the reason is because he holds Asr Levatel Mitzvah Yivamin. It is prohibited to be Mavatel the Mitzvah of Yivam. Really, ain't Zika. And the truth is, if Levi should be able to do Yivam to any woman he wants, but what we're afraid of is Levi does Yivam to any woman she want, he wants, maybe in the meantime Yehuda will die. And now Yehuda's Yivama will come to Levi, and Levi can't do anything. He can't do Yibam mor Chalitza, because this is Achois Ishtoi. And you can be Mavata, the Mitzvah of Yivamin. Dilma Adama, maybe by the time you, the first one does Yibam, Mayas Idach, the other one will die. Become Mavata, Mitzvah Yivamin. So Rabbi said, the question is, so why can't, the first brother do chalitza, and then the second brother do yibam. And then you have nothing to worry about. That's Rashi's kasha on Yilchesem and Bez. On Yilchesem and Aleph, sorry. And Rashi, the Ein Zika says, if we allow the first one to do chalitza and the second one to do yibam, you might do it in the other way around. The first one will do yibam, the second one will do chalitza. That's what we're worried about. Rashi on um, Rashi on Chavdalid seems to give a different reason, but this is a very pashat reason. 
Really, we should allow chalitza by one brother and then yibum, because you have nothing to worry about, because if the second brother dies, the first brother could always do chalitza to the other yivama. But we're afraid if you do, if you allow chalitza and then yibum, you might uh, come to allow yibum first. So Gemara has a very interesting question now. Yihachi tlasanami. If the whole reason why you can't do yibum is because we're afraid that the other brother will die and you'll be mavatal the mitzvah of yibum, then why do you have to talk about four brothers? Talk about two brothers that die and they're married to two sisters and the two sisters fall to one guy and basically if ain't zika, he should be able to do yibum to one of them. However, we don't allow it because you're being mavato the mitzvah of yibum. Meaning, bishlama, if the reason for the mission of yesh zika, then we I, we understand. Look at Toysus. Iamre bishlama yesh zika bishlama. If you say yesh zika, then we understand why we picked four brothers. To say that even when their two sisters fall to two brothers, and there's not so much zika because they're not all falling to the same guy, so maybe the zika is dissipated. Still, we say, don't marry one because it's achais zikukasai, even though they're falling to two different brothers, so maybe the zika is not so strong. But if it would pick a case where two sisters fall to one brother, then avada yesh zika because there's only one brother that they fall to. But it, so it's a bigger chiddush to pick a case of four brothers. But if the reason why you're not to do yibum because is because of asalavata mitzvah yavamin, then how is it any bigger chiddush whether they're four brothers or three brothers? Either way, you can't do yibum because you're giving mevato mitzvah yavamin from the other woman. So the Gemara says loymi boy kamrina. The reason why we picked two brothers, four brothers. It's to tell me bigger chiddush. It goes without saying if there are three brothers. So then, if you do yibum to any one of these girls, you're vaday being mavatel the mitzvah of uh, the mitzvah of yibum because by doing yibum to Rachel, you can't do anything to Leah. But when they're devaday by the mitzvah of but if they're four brothers and you do yibum to Rachel, then it's very unlikely that you're being mavatel yibum to uh, yibum to Leah because Leah could be Nisyabim by Yehuda. Elamai Yehuda might die, that's a very far-fetched case. Avodalid, but four brothers, you would think, Lamisa Lechashina, we're not concerned for death, Kamash Malan, that yes, uh, there, there might be a concern. Okay, Rabbi Sa, we're going to hold it over here. Shkoyach on completing the second parak, and beginning of the third, and uh, we'll see everybody, Meretz Hashem, tomorrow. If anybody wants to do uh, some proofreading tonight, accepting volunteers. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.